This is episode number 16 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. I am so glad that you guys have no idea how many takes I do for this intro. Because usually what I do is I sit down, I'm stoked about the podcast, and then I just spew a bunch of word vomit out. A bunch of things that I think are funny, but nobody else is going to think are funny. A lot of things that don't even make sense. I don't know why I say it. But I'm really glad that after 50,000 takes, I calmed down and can tell you what this episode is going to be about. And this episode is going to be about a man named Dakota LeClaire and his new streetwear clothing line called Together. That is together with a period. I always want to say together apparel, together clothing, Something like that, but we'll talk all about that in the podcast, and we'll talk about music, we'll talk about so many other things, because Dakota and I are friends, and we had a lot to talk about. We also had a lot to bicker about, so stay tuned. This is episode number 16 of the Don't Start a Band podcast with Dakota. Cue the music. Dakotes, my goats. This is Dakota of Together, period. Do you say the period? I do not know. It's just together. It's more of like a statement, like together and end. Is it ever like, together? Do you think you'll ever add an exclamation mark instead? It could, in like an exclusive small drop somewhere along the line. Who knows? Do like the exact same thing and just like... Do you think people would be pissed off if you did, like, five random shirts that had it, like a golden ticket? Uh, yes and no. I think the people that receive the shirts would love it. Yeah. Uh, but however, I feel like, let's say it ever becomes something where there's, like, diehard collectors. Like, I need every type of shirt he had, like, every logo. Because for that. a lot of times in streetwear, people want, like... Every logo shirt that's yeah. out there, and they're like, if I print just a logo one on like a rare gold one, uh-huh. uh, with exclamation point, people Ooh, would that'd be cool. People would be like, I need like that. Gold letters, like the old, uh, like screamo bands used to do with like the crazy graphics and the gold letters. Yeah, the like the foil. Yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. So we'll go back to the clothing line, but tell me and the rest of the viewers and listeners. Uh, a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Dakota. I'm 23. I'm a student. I am technically self-employed. And... Technicalities are the shit. Exactly. And my degree that I'm going for at school has nothing to do with my career path. Fun fact. What is your degree for again? So my degree is for criminal justice because... And in a criminal justice degree with the plan to do CSI work in the end, maybe Mm. even CIA. Um, However, what I really want to do isn't exactly that. That's more of like a fallback kind of thing. Like 
if all else fails in my life, at least I have a degree. Yeah. If that even matters nowadays. So you made a, a plan B. Yes. You know what a plan B means, right? A plan B means you're expecting plan A to go wrong. Look at me, dude. I don't have a plan B. <laughs> I mean, you can always stay at your job forever. Something wrong with it? I guess. Uh, so CIA, huh? Yeah, mainly, so the reason CIA is because I took German in high school. My entire, I took four years of German. Uh, my German teacher, however, wasn't German. The reason he knew German was because he was worked for the government, kind of CIA work, and was stationed in Berlin for oh, 15 okay. years. So wow. we had to learn yeah, German. Uh, basically, his job was he worked at the embassy, and if any American in Germany got in trouble... Mm -hmm. uh, he like dealt with it, not in like a lawyer dealt with it thing, but yeah. of, like a this person's in jail that he negotiates to, them to get out of jail and then return to America. Not exact, okay. It, and that sounds kind of lawyery, but he he claims it wasn't a lawyer thing. It's just uh, like a public defender. In a way, yeah, but without or the America. It's like a public defender for Americans that did stupid stuff in Germany, but he had no degree for it. Okay. But you want a degree for it. You're looking for, like, top secret meeting with the aliens to get people back, right? That would be cool. So, also with CIA, so I feel like the more I talk about wanting to be in CIA, the more people know about that the CIA is watching right now, and they're like, nope, you're not a secret they person at all. They definitely watch my shit, like, <laughs> Maybe not the podcast, but they have definitely tuned in to my phone and taken pictures on my Snapchat. Oh, more than yeah. likely. Your phone ever turn on randomly and you get no notifications? Uh, I've definitely felt it buzz and seen no notifications. But I'll, t I'll tell a quick story. I'll rob your podcast All right. for a second. <laughs> so there was one day I was late to work. So I got up, went straight to work, didn't even look at my phone. Had it in my pocket, hadn't even unlocked it or anything. I work and I get to my lunch break and I go to sit down and Snapchat's open. I'm like, that's kind of weird. And uh, so I went to exit out of it and my pictures were open too. And so I go to my pictures and there were two saved pictures from Snapchat taken inside my pocket. So it was like completely black background and it just said, shh and had a crying face above it. And it was in bold letters. The crying face was above the S-H-H. -H. Yeah. <laughs> and it was bold and moved. And it was, it freaked me out, dude. It's pretty freaky. It sounds like a movie. I always said that I would stop talking about it so they would stop listening. But I tell everybody who's willing to listen. No, I find it interesting. I like stories like that. Yeah. Did you know that people listen to the podcast in like Italy and all over, probably in Germany too? I can't remember. I think you mentioned it, but I don't know if you mentioned it just to me or you mentioned it on a previous podcast that you looked it up and it says like where people listen. Yeah, it's crazy. And a bunch of random. I think it's weird. I don't know because you can do that on like Spotify too. Uh -huh. You can find out if you have a band, you can find out where people are listening to your band. And it's weird the random countries that just find your music oh yeah we that's so that's how the europe thing came to be 
is we get like a lot of Spotify UK listens and like Amazon UK purchases. So I just saw that and rolled with it. I wonder if people, if there's a band over there called the Backseaters or maybe just Backseaters. Better not be. And people think it's that and they're just buying your music. Well, it's happened before. It's probably better than the other Backseaters. There's a comedian called Backseaters. They're probably thinking that's his live CD, and they're like, "Oh man, there's three of them, and they buy, and then they're, it's you, and whatever makes it fly off the shelves." <laughs> uh, so, what led you to this? Uh... Well, okay, let me ask this first. Have you done anything in music? I know you've uh, played bass before, um, but like. Tell me about some bands you've been in. Because you've been in bands, right? Uh, sure. And I'll explain that through stories. Okay. So, yes, I play bass. Uh, not as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. I, uh, and I kind of play guitar. The reason I got into it is when I was younger, I used to love the band Metallica. And their bassist, their original bassist, Cliff mm-hmm. Burton, uh, was an amazing bassist. And so I kind of got into bass because of that, and I was like, everyone's a guitarist. Like, no one plays bass. So That's the reason you don't watch The Office, too, is because everybody <laughs> likes The Office. No, I... You say it's because you don't like it, but really you're <laughs> just like, everybody watches The Office. It's no. so Parks and Rec. So, based on my bass story, you would think that. And also yeah. based on my ba- bass story, I so I believe that I think it's... I think it's stupid to hate things that that are popular just because they're popular. I used to be like that, though. I used to be like... Oh, so did I. Up until, like, probably 16 years old, anything that was popular, I was like, that's the dumbest thing ever. Like, even if my favorite band somehow became popular and was played Mm -hmm. on the radio, I would have probably dropped them immediately, even if they didn't change their sound or anything, just because they were popular. Um, But that's how I got into bass, was... Metallica. Through Metallica. uh, I started playing... About a year after, maybe two after I started playing, I ended up, uh, I was approached at a show by two people who were looking for a bassist. And so I, they were like, I was like, oh, I've only been playing for a little while, but I'd love to, like the sound you're going for is what I want. And it would have been like a Asking Alexandria cover band, basically. Mm. Uh, I was super excited about it. And then the would-be vocalist asked how old I was and I was like oh I'm 15 and he's like ooh can't do that I'm not allowed to be around minors oh. so <laughs> that's the whole reason that's why weird. I never joined the band that band probably for the best probably for the best yeah, yeah that's what I would say uh, so that happened uh, probably about six months later uh, I had someone else hit me up and be like, hey, one of my friends is trying to start a band. They need a bassist. Like, why don't you come over and jam a little bit? Uh, so went over, jammed, wrote a couple songs. It was pretty cool. We didn't have a drummer at the time, uh, but we had two guitarists and a vocalist and a bassist. Uh, what kind of music? Metal? Eh, more, more like post-hardcore. I'd say like Silverstein. Oh, okay. Kind of music. Uh, so we had all that and then uh, wrote a couple songs and 
like two weeks went by, I didn't hear from anyone. Mm-hmm. And I hit up my friend who hit me up originally about that to tell me the band was starting. And he's like, oh yeah, uh, so-and-so wanted me to tell you that they're kicking you out of the band. And That's I was like, nice and forward of them. Yeah, right? Uh, that guy who told me that ended up being my friend for a very long time. Uh, but I'm not going to name names about who the other band was and what they did. Yeah, we don't name names on here. Unfortunately. But if you're listening Unless to Unless it's, this, like, really bad. Like, we can talk shit about... Uh, Kevin Spacey or the dude who played Hyde in that 70s show or Jesse Lacey or the guy Front Porch Stuff whatever his real name is oh yeah Yeah. he was the first one I ever heard uh, to be accused of all that which it was true I'm not saying it was just an accusation but like he was the first person I was ever like Okay, so this dude got to this position that millions of people would kill to be in, to be able to be on warp tour and tour the world, playing music, and you throw it all the way because you yeah. can't control yourself. It's so ridiculous. funny story about that. I was really into his music. I remember I got really into it and immediately bought like a windbreaker and CD from him. <laughs> and then the day it arrived in the mail was when everything was announced, all the accusations. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I never wore the windbreaker. I don't think I even opened the CD ever. I don't even know if I still have it. I couldn't tell you where it is. And I immediately uh, sold the hoodie to someone who didn't know what was going on, oh. maybe, or just didn't care on uh, like a merch swap thing online. Okay. Is that a thing? Yeah, they're mainly on Facebook. Okay. What is that? There's like an app. I know Marcus used it. I know what you're talking about. It's Depop. Is that what it is where you like upload your shirts? Yeah. You're not wearing one? It's mainly, you can upload just about anything Mm -hmm. on there because they do sell like CDs and vinyl and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, You can upload any sort of clothes. I think it was originally started to be like a streetwear thing where you could only buy... It was like a streetwear resale website. So like people oh, okay. would buy Supreme and shit. Yeah, and then resell it on there for a stupid amount of money. Yeah. That shit is insane. Yeah. But Just now because of that word in the red block, white letters. And I just recently saw that it's on a because everyone has like that logo mm-hmm. sticker. And I just saw on a commercial for the new Apple laptop, it's a cartoon and the the girl has a Supreme logo already on her oh, MacBook or whatever laptop it was. Do you think they paid money to get on that? I don't think so. Or do you think Apple contacted them? I think that people at Apple, the higher-ups at Apple, are so not in touch with streetwear popularity clothing that they're just like yeah put it in they probably won't have a problem yeah exactly <laughs> that's probably what happened they're like oh i've seen a lot of our users post pictures of their laptops with a sticker on there so we should just put that on there and then they probably did that and i may never see the commercial again because it was probably taken off for that's copyright funny. issues would you be pissed off if you watched okay so before we've talked about this before the podcast we've argued about it since you were scientifically created last year <laughs> <laughs> you have an Android. Yes. <laughs> I have an iPhone. Unfortunately. Apple, Android. 
would you be pissed off if you were just like watching TV and an Apple commercial comes on and the dude's wearing a together shirt? No. I, I want to, I'll say no good. right now. It's good that you're not <laughs> that stuffy that you'd be pissed. And it's not even the fact that it's not the fact that it's Apple. Like, uh, it would be more of they didn't ask me to do that, but I'd be okay because it's free advertisement and maybe people would look it up yeah. or maybe people wouldn't even care. I'd be like, oh, a nice t shirt. Yeah. Have you done uh, research on like, um using instagram influencers and doing all that like contacting people to wear your brand like giving them free shit and they wear it and no but someone's contacted me uh and i don't really want to do that just because so you're not trying to have the biggest brand in the world i totally forgot that not exactly that so to speak i mean but i really would like it to be popular through my own hard work and using my friends to mm -hmm. make it popular. I'm say using my friends, like yeah. not like, you know, exploiting them. Yeah, taking but, all their money. Exactly. Uh, no, more of like, I use them as like models. I use like, and from them sharing it, it gets popular. Not from, uh, yeah, not from paying someone, you know, $2,000 to take two pictures of them, you know, eating a sandwich, wearing one of my hoodies. Yeah, I mean, that's a little extreme, but yeah, if you ever want some tips on that stuff, I can give it to you, or there's this entrepreneur, his name is Gary Vaynerchuk, also known as Gary V, and he has so much business advice on just like having a business in general, and I've applied a lot of it to the backseaters, but um just so much advice on Instagram influencers and how to get your brand out there because that's what he's all about. I mean, his brand, you know what I mean? He has his multi-million dollar companies, but like he will come out, for some reason he's trying to bring K-Swiss back and he will come out with a K-Swiss shoe that's like his, it's got his signature on it and it sells out in minutes. It's almost like Supreme. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of something I'm interested in and also not make sense. <laughs> I get it. I'm trying to be like underground, but like a lot of people fit underground. Exactly. However, just saying if Zoomies was to hit me up and be like, we would love to sell your shirts in our stores, even if it was just like Denver Metro stories, I'd yeah. be like, all right, how many shirts do you want? Like, let's make a deal. Damn. And a lot of people in streetwear clothing business would be like wow sell out right there that's what happened with famous stores and straps travis barker refused to sell it to pack sun and zoomies for like the longest time and then finally gave in on it and now it's through the roof yeah i don't see i don't know there's a lot of people like die hard old school like streetwear old heads let's call them mm -hmm. would be like oh like if you're not selling it out of the back of your trunk in a dark alleyway then it's not actual streetwear and oh, yeah. but i think of streetwear is more of like casual clothing in a sense yeah than more of uh but i get this whole like selling it out of your trunk thing and i do that too and want to do it more yeah. where like i go to local shows and sell it and have smaller pop-up shops or 
and I even want to set it up more where I have pop-up shops just like out of not even at events so to speak but if mm-hmm. like one of my friends was a tattoo artist like I'd do like a small pop-up shop at, at their shop for like yeah. a couple hours one day like maybe on a Halloween day or whatever when they're doing or like a Friday the 13th when they're doing the $13 tattoos because a lot of people are going to come in yeah a lot of people are going to come in uh the only thing that the downside to that would be is they're there for cheap stuff and if i'm pitching 50 dollar hoodies they'll probably be like uh how about a 13 dollar hoodie this shit costs so much money (laughs) just kidding no it's reasonably priced it's a good product like it i'm touching it right now it feels nice yeah it's not see that's a big thing thing for me because uh, I used to wear band shirts all the time. I'm still touching it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Help. Anyway. So I used to wear band shirts all the time, and I would always get mad at uh, band shirts that were low quality, and I felt almost like tissue pa- paper wearing them. Yeah. Uh, or like they were shaped weird because they were just like so low quality and so mass produced. Yeah. Uh, there's certain stores where you can buy band shirts at the mall that sell stuff like that but we don't name names so it rhymes <laughs> rot pot tick yeah something like that rot topic <laughs> and no. places just sell like really bad quality shirts that are just mass produced and that's kind of why they're cheaper is because they're printed on basically nothing of material yeah. and because i didn't want something like that it's put out so much yeah how do you feel about uh, Johnny Cupcakes? <laughs> I'm pointing to my shirt right uh, now because I wear a lot of Johnny Cupcakes. He wears a lot of Johnny Cupcakes. I like Johnny Cupcakes stuff. I like. I started reading the kind of history of how we got the whole Johnny Cupcakes thing. How it his was. story was cool about how he used to go on tour with, uh, like, go on warp tour and shit. Yeah, he has a pretty cool story. Uh, if I'm not mistaken it's wasn't even started as like a clothing thing it was more about the cupcakes than it was oh really yeah i mean i haven't like looked up the whole history i mean i know like a day to remember pierce the veil the gaslight anthem like all those guys used to wear before i mean it's still not super popular yeah but so from what i read and i probably read it completely wrong and backwards and this is wrong so who knows but when i read it Mm -hmm. Uh, it said that. Did you read it on Reddit? No, I read it on his website. I don't use Reddit. Do you use Reddit? I do. Is it like? Is it? I don't. I I know I downloaded it one time, but I just didn't get it. Uh, because Reddit, you have to like look know. You have to know what you're looking for and be willing to search for it. Because there's very specific subreddits that you can find that are. Yeah. Uh, and there's also super broad ones. And so if you're willing to put in the time to find what you're looking for, and sometimes you just stumble upon them. But if you're willing to put in the time, you can definitely find good ones. And sometimes it can be addicting and you're on there for hours. You can so also, when you're on there for hours, do you just like think of random things to look up? Like you're looking at skateboards and then you go, man, I love puppies. And so you search puppies and then you go, oh man, I need some new beard oil. And then you look it up. Kind of, yeah. So... Or, so you can like look up a subreddit and sometimes under that subreddit there's like 200,000 posts and you just get sucked in and yeah. 
30 minutes later, you're still on the toilet. You're eating everybody's bullshit. Exactly. Where your legs fall asleep. Oh, and you can't stand up. Do you ever get the bruises on the tops of your thighs because you've been sitting there like that? Oh, yeah. I get that for sure. I get like huge bruises. They say that'll give you hemorrhoids if you sit, if you're like sitting on the toilet for extended periods of time. If you sit wrong. Because apparently there's a right way to to sit. Yes. And, but more importantly, there's a right way to sit. So you're supposed to sit on the toilet with like your let your yeah. feet elevated a little bit. Yeah, your knees are supposed to be above your waist because it's like an instinctual thing because people use squat. Yeah, and just the way we're wired mm-hmm. internally, it kind of helps everything. But I knew you were a fucking robot, Mister <laughs> Wires over here. I'm telling you, I was created to be the perfect friend, and here I am, the perfect friend. A year and a half ago. When yep. you appeared. Exactly. <laughs> I just don't know how I never saw you. This is like, this is a big thing. And I know he's like, he's told me how he came into, um, you know, our, our friend group and how he came about. I know that, but it's more funny to like, just assume you came out of nowhere. I was just constructed artificially. Yes. Like... Yeah, you were constructed to be the perfect friend. <laughs> and here I am. So, going back to Johnny Cupcakes, when you read his story... Oh, yeah. When I read his story, apparently it was all about the cupcakes at first. And he would make cupcakes, and he would deliver the cupcakes. I wonder if they were good. Uh, from what I've read, they're amazing. But Gigi's Cupcakes is insane. <laughs> if you've ever had Gigi's Cupcakes... And Papa. Don't think I have. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not like a... I hate cupcakes frosting, <laughs> but I will get down on some Gigi's frosting. I'm mm. not exactly a fan of sweets. What the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you? Everyone says that. I mean, I like some candy. I like cookies. Cookies are more my thing okay. than anything else. Uh, brownies? Yes, but I'm picky. I like soft brownies. Uh... Cupcakes can be good. I like cake at like birthday parties, but I know some people that are like just sitting around and they're like, I could use a cake right now. And they just go buy a cake and they eat half of it. And that's so gross. I am picky about cake because there's some really shitty frosting out there. For sure. That and just, I don't know, it makes me feel so gross. Yeah, sugar. (laughs) Sugar has that effect on humans. Sugar and lots of carbs. Yeah, which, oh well. I'd rather get my sugar from the creamery in my coffee. You do, you have sugar in it or no sugar? Oh, when I make coffee, no sugar, but sometimes the creamer I use has enough sugar to where it doesn't matter, Uh, but I still like a more, I like bitter coffee. Like black coffee? No. Like hipster coffee? I don't like black coffee, no. I do sure drink. Sounds like you I drink strong coffee, but not black coffee. Okay, I, strong coffee with creamer. Yes. Okay. So, like, you just like the color of the creamer, but really, it tastes like black coffee. Uh, no, because I like that like hint of vanilla in my coffee. Mm, I feel you. So Johnny Cupcakes made cupcakes, and then what? He made cupcakes, and then apparently he started giving out free T-shirts with orders. And so he'd print the shirts okay. and put them in like the box or whatever, and then ship yeah. out the cupcakes. Huh. And so that's why. And then apparently it just spiraled into 
No, it's cupcake. Yeah. No, it's just awesome. cupcake t-shirts. Yeah, his stores are uh, actually really cool. When you go into it, it like it looks like a bakery, and there's tons of ovens on the wall. And the way to like look at the shirts is you like pull down the oven, and like all the designs are in there. That's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool, and like he seems like a cool guy. Like it, he does TED talks and like goes to schools and talks. Oh, nice. Is that even at like his pop-up shops where he has the ovens and everything? Or is that just like his storefronts? No, just his storefronts, which he used to have one in L.A. and Boston and the U.K. But now I think he just has Boston and the U.K. Because like where he was at in, on, um, I think it was on Melrose. I can't remember exactly, but I just know that it was crazy rent to rent that spot out. Yeah. And I mean, you know. Is the juice worth the squeeze, you know? <laughs> you never know. Uh, yeah. But if there's one in Boston, I plan on going to Bo- back to Boston soon. So I'd have to Definitely check it out. Visit one of those. But the pop-up shops, um, they're actually really awesome because the girl who runs it, she's amazing. And she always has, like, all the good stuff there. And, like, I think can't remember and correct me if I'm wrong I think she bakes the cupcakes I can't remember but I know what the first pop-up shop that she had that we went to um, she had these like lemon cupcakes with a raspberry like thing in the middle man (laughs) but yeah the pop-up shops are cool you plan on doing pop-up shops yeah I plan on doing more Uh, how often what's like the schedule for a pop-up shop I want to do it enough to where once a quarter maybe even more than that so i actually have one set up pretty soon uh plug it boy so it's going to be at a local show it's for the thrash metal band from denver head trauma they're having their debut show and ep release show this friday that's christian's new band yeah yes okay um and so i'm going to be selling stuff there as long as well as doing head trauma's merch uh that's the only like pop-up shop right now but i have a few more in mind some might not take place in denver but well anytime you uh you want to plug the pop-up shops you can come on here i'll promote it on the podcast page now you're a friend of the podcast so all right (laughs) you you have done me the pleasure of supporting me and now i will support you i love that that's how it works and you know what What's cool about this is like local bands, it's fun playing shows and like hanging out for that one night. But the cool thing about this is I've gotten to sit down with all these bands. Like some of the people I've hung out with before, some of them I haven't. And it's cool because we just get to sit down and talk. And it's like, you know, it's like we've been hanging out all our lives. Yeah. So I love it. It's definitely a different opportunity because I get what you say. Like you go to local shows, you see like, your friends and you're Mm -hmm. like like oh hey like it was so great seeing you love you so much like i'll see you in three months when our bands play together again yeah exactly it's hard there's just there's too many good bands in denver too many there's a there's a lot and there's we're getting more and more good bands yeah there's uh there's You know what? I'm not going to say that there's bad bands because here's the thing about music. And this is what's crazy about it is like 
the way your brain is wired like a robot and the way <laughs> my brain is brainy like a brain is it hits those receptors like I hear things um, you know like Nora Jones her music hits my brain and it just fires and it goes yes this is great and you know Black Dahlia Murder or Black Veil Brides or whatever hits your brain and you're, you go all wild I don't know about Black Veil Brides paint your body. <laughs> but then what's crazy is you and I have some sort of similar brainwave where uh, Napoleon this band new band I started listening to uh, Napoleon hits it and we you know, both our brains are like, yay, brain yeah. party. So with the, it's funny because people, it's funny that you mentioned like two metal bands, even though Black Veil Brides isn't, sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> it's because everyone always associates me with like metal and hardcore and people. Fucking same, look at me. Yeah. And people, it's funny because people always think hardcore is my favorite genre and I don't really like a lot of hardcore bands. I'm not going to lie. Really? You go to a lot of hardcore shows, though. I have a lot of friends in hardcore bands. <laughs> uh, but I'm not a big fan of hardcore. I like a... There's a handful of bands. I could probably count on both hands how many, like... How many hardcore bands I like. I'm All right, more... here's what we're going to do. <laughs> Give me your top three favorite hardcore bands, and then your top five favorite streetwear brands. All right. Or top three for both. So for hardcore bands, not locals, because those don't count. They're like a different category. Um, I would say Comeback Kid, Mm. Bane, and Obey the Brave. Okay, so like real hardcore punk. As far as Comeback Kid and Bane go, yes. Obey the Brave is more. They're even borderline metalcore. That's not listening to. I like that because I like the hardcore punk. Like, I get a lot of shit for this, but I love Backtrack, and uh, I like Trapped Under Ice. Um, would you call Turnstile a hardcore band? I have never listened to their music, so I couldn't. Tell I mean, you. they make good music, and it has like definitely some hardcore aspects, but I don't know. It's different. If you think Turnstile <laughs> is a hardcore band, please drop a comment in the comments section. Thanks. And also subscribe. Maybe throw <laughs> us a like. Visit the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. But probably Apple Podcasts because your Google Play is probably going to shit out on you. Because <laughs> you have an Android. Ha! Wow. So, top three favorite streetwear brands. Um, and you can't say you're wrong. Oh boy. Bitch. <laughs> so, this kind of goes back to whether or not what you consider streetwear brands. Oh, Jesus. So, it's kind of iffy. I can probably guess two of them. Oh, man. I would love to hear your guesses, honestly. Outcast mentality, Darkly, and Hidden Character. Those are interesting guesses. So, Let's... I ain't no dummy motherfucker. <laughs> so, Hidden Characters would definitely be a true streetwear company. They have some like pretty dark shit. They have really dark stuff. They have very. Do you not say curse words? I do. 
Oh, okay. He <laughs> <laughs> just stumped that one. I just, and I thought, damn, I don't think I've ever heard Dakota, Dakota, Dakota curse. No, I do. I just haven't been. That's a really good habit. Makes you sound a lot smarter than I do. Oh, I know. Trust me. Are we going to get into this right now? No, no, we're not. So, okay. hitting characters, I definitely like them. Uh, they put out really cool stuff. I missed their last drop, unfortunately. Uh, maybe one of my favorites. Kind of hard to tell. Outcast Mentality. I love them. Streetwear. Maybe. Why are they not streetwear? Uh, I actually really like their shit. I think their logo is pretty tight. I really like their stuff too. The only reason I say, because it's like streetwear and then there's like music apparel, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So if you remember on previous Warp Tours, I don't know how far back your Warp Tour history goes. All the way back to 2008. All right. So you should remember this. So there used to be a brand called Archaic. Yeah. Uh, they're more of like a music brand. I thought that was a so there is a band called Archaic, stylized the same way, mm -hmm. but their merch doesn't look like the way Archaic does. Uh, there's that one, the pig with wings. Oh, Glamour I Kills. Glamour Kills. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a band. Really? When I first saw the logo, yeah. <laughs> kind of uh, like it. So I would call those like music apparel lines where it's like band merch minus the band. Mm. Like... If you look at a lot of those, they look like band merch, like especially archaic. It looked like a lot of like 2009, 2010, like yeah. Warp Tour band merch. Mm -hmm. uh, cool stuff, but to me, it reminds me more of like the people behind it wanted to be in design band merch, but didn't ever sell it to bands and just did their own thing with it, which yeah. is okay, but it's kind of different than uh, so. Uh, Colin always taught me that streetwear has a message behind it. What and yeah. if you don't have a message behind it, then it's not streetwear. And I believe that Archaic and other brands like that did not. Outcast mentality though. See, that's or are hard. they like on the line between streetwear and what are they big in? Hardcore. Yeah, they're big in hardcore. They're definitely on the line from being uh, because they're so rooted in hardcore and all their stuff yeah. is they don't look their stuff doesn't look like it should be just for a single band yeah. uh they even do collabs with some bands and i they're streetwear in their own sense but i i can tell you that diehards would not call them streetwear they would just call them on music apparel but they're definitely they're a good mix of both yeah like would you say that darkly was also dancing on that line because you have to admit, like, I mean, so many bands in Denver and, you know, other bands. Uh, was it the guy from 100th or a different band? Counterparts. Yeah. Counterparts. Like, closely associated with music. You know what I mean? The first time I saw Darkly was at a Life Spot show back in 2007. So, I would definitely say old Darkly, yes. Definitely back when they had uh, Darkly, it was Darkly Apparel. And when, okay. say once it dropped the, once Colin dropped apparel from it, it was definitely less. Yeah. Because back when he first started it, I think he almost, he liked streetwear, but he 
I want to say he almost had the idea of uh, kind of the way Archaic did. Yeah. Uh, but he definitely wanted to be different from all that. And you can see in the designs that they're definitely, they look more yeah. music. Bandly. Yeah, more like more band. Like that tank top he had, that was like very undarkly. Oh, I have that tank top. It's white. It has like darkly and written in like bright yeah. yellow and pink colors. Yeah, I have it. Very bandly. Yeah, it definitely looks, it looks like the, you know, like I said, the 2009-2010 band merge. It show it doesn't look like street wear but he also didn't have someone to be like hey this is like the difference yeah. hey and you can see that he definitely went away from all that mm-hmm. so even after like his first couple drops he went away from all that well what's crazy is he did that with his personal style too because like even if you go back and look at his instagram or facebook or whatever he used to wear a lot of band t-shirts and then you know more recently um he mostly wore streetwear yeah not so much you know band stuff i think it's because he was less he was less inspired by band stuff and was more inspired by streetwear not to say that he never stole anything from another streetwear he was inspired by a few he definitely had a couple that he looked up to more -hmm. than any and he wanted to make darkly its own thing and be known as something that is its own thing where all the designs are influenced just by colin's own mind and not everything else i mean they definitely got uh you know the quotes and everything got super meaningful a lot deeper a lot like more um i don't know it just became more like poetic i guess yeah deeper meaning um the first shirt I ever got was, uh, oh shit, it was that black one with the gray letters, and it said, um, you don't know the things I've seen, or whatever. I don't think you're talking about. You know about. which one I'm talking yes. about. Yeah. It's funny, because I used to always accidentally wear that. When we would play shows, I would accidentally wear that the same time as he would, <laughs> and he'd make me change my shirt every single time oh yeah he never changed the shirt he always made someone else change the shirt because yeah. i fell into that a few times where i wore the same shirt as him and he's like you better go home and change that's why i always brought a backup t-shirt <laughs> one time though just i knew i was gonna accidentally wear the same shirt as somebody else so i just brought a blank black t-shirt he wasn't too thrilled about that oh well <laughs> But yeah, Darkly definitely it had gotten more poetic, and uh, yeah, it I would say it was definitely its own original, unique entity because it still had like an artistic standpoint, not quite a band standpoint, but like he was an artist. You yeah, know what I mean, he thought like an artist. He thought in poetry and in stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and. At first, and this is not bashing any of the old stuff that he put out at all. No, but you that's s- not what we're doing at all. We're yeah. just basically talking about the difference. You know Ex- what I mean? Exactly, just for everyone watching and listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you see in his he old stuff, well. yeah, he definitely, you can see him grow up through it. And I think that's really cool because you see yeah. like the first few designs. Uh, one of the first designs he has was uh, like a 
it was a black t-shirt and it was the Jurassic Park logo. Mm-hmm. And then it, but it's a dark blue apparel instead of Jurassic Park. Yeah, I've and I that. think it might have been like bright colored tie dyed. Yeah. I'm not, I don't remember. Hmm, yeah. It, uh, it seemed like it kind of changed around the time the 187 shirt came out. Uh, would I be wrong to say that or was it before that? Because like that was the first time I was like, holy shit. I would say that was the start of it, but wasn't exactly the turning point of all of it. I'm not even sure of like if I could pinpoint a design or there's probably Um, a drop out there. Have you been wearing darkly? Uh, technically, we're getting technical again. Eight years. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. So, uh, bring it back more into music. The first time I saw darkly, uh, I saw darkly apparel was if you remember a venue called the shelter yeah it was in arvada i live i lived down the street from it um i went to a show there and colin was selling darkly there he had and i remember i bought three things from him Mm -hmm. i bought brought bought the sunglasses he had uh i bought he had a hoodie he called it the tourist hoodie. It mm-hmm. was it's a dark it was a black hoodie, it's a darkly apparel on it, and it had bright colors splattered all over it, and it looked like a hoodie you would pick up in like Hawaii that said Hawaii and it had bright colors splattered yeah. all over it. Uh, I picked up that and then I picked up an old shirt. Uh, it had a lion on it, three X's and it said Denver Straight Edge on it. I think I've seen that shirt. Yeah. Not many people have it. I Recently, just sold mine to someone who is still straight edge because I felt yeah. bad owning it. Sold it to him. I really wish I didn't, just because it'd be cool to still have. Yeah. But I really don't want to mess as a person and be like, "Hey, can I have that back?" <laughs> yeah, that's definitely an awkward conversation. So, you brought up that streetwear has, and we kind of talked about it before the podcast, like somewhat of a mission statement. Yes. And how it has like a meaning behind it. So walk us through how you started in, you know, clothing and like what the message behind together is. So like what got you inspired to be like, hey, I want to start making shirts, brah. So it actually goes back to stuff I've been talking about, which sounds hypocritical of where I wanted uh, back when I, which I think we cut off the stories of bands. Yeah. that I was in, but we can always get back to that. There's plenty of time. Okay. Uh, so I always wanted to design uh, shirts for bands because I always had like good ideas. Of, like, oh man, I wish this was a band shirt. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, but I never was too artistic. I always got frustrated. I always would try to draw. It wouldn't come out the way it was in my head the first time. I'd be like, yeah. screw it, rip up all the paper. And, I can't draw for shit. Yeah. I feel like if I tried really hard, I could draw very decently. And yeah. when I say very decently, I mean, like, it's just decent enough to where, like, someone doesn't point and laugh at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I so I wanted to do that. And then uh, when all the bands I tried to be in fell through, I ended up being like, oh, why don't I just start, like, an apparel line? And I can do, like, the designs I want and print them off, sell them, all that. Uh, I brought this. So uh, this is a long story. So everyone, I hope you have a snack ready. Who's listening and watching? I forgot my SOL, dude. So I wanted to start an apparel line, and uh, I 
my cousin was a tattoo artist and so I brought it up to him. He was like, oh, that's, I was like, this is what I want to do. I wasn't even asking if he wanted to do it, but he said he would love to do it. And I'm like, oh, if you want yeah. to do it, like, this is awesome. Like, you're the artist. Like, we can both come up with stuff and then you can design everything we can come up with and I can do, like, the business side of it because he hated business stuff. Yeah. Even though he owned his own tattoo shop, he hated business stuff. That's crazy. Uh, and so I was like, I can do all that. So we had a name, we had a bunch of designs ready and we were getting to the point where it was more or less coming together. Uh, the only problem really in our way was the fact that he lived in Massachusetts and I lived here in Denver. Mm, that is a problem. But he planned on moving out. Now, it's gonna get sad, but the reason that never happened was because he passed away. Yikes. And when he passed away, uh, all his designs went with him. I didn't have access to him. And I've oh, never wow. brought up to his son, because his son's closer to my age. My cousin yeah. was like 45. Uh, okay. Uh, and I was about 19, 18 at the time. And so I never brought it up. and be like, hey, can I have all those designs? Like, so sorry yeah. about your dad. Uh, and so I kind of just... How long ago was this? Uh, this was... Oh, you said you were 18, 19? Uh, actually, I was 19, about to turn 20. So this was like the beginning of 2015. So yeah, almost four years ago. Yeah. Um, so all that happened, I uh, got, and I just dropped it. got super discouraged from it. And I'm like, you know, like, yeah, whatever. Uh, fast forward about two years. I really wanted to do, do it again. However, I changed the name uh-huh. and I was going to go with like a different style approach to it. Yeah. So this might have even been like a year later. Uh, so I had the, I knew what I wanted to do. Uh, I had the name all set. I had a few designs in mind. It was more of getting the designs yeah. and I ended up talking to a few artists, like commissioned the designs uh-huh. for, and for some reason, all of them were so expensive to where I would have to sell 200 of every t-shirt just to turn a profit off of. Oh, wow. And so... Uh, I decided, you know, maybe I should go with something simpler. Maybe I should just take up drawing. And so for a while, yeah. my plan was to go to school for drawing uh-huh. and hope for the best. Uh, and then fast forward a little bit, I start hanging out with Colin more. I talk to him about it. I'm like, hey, like, I've always wanted to, you know, do streetwear stuff, have my own brand. Yeah. Brought it up to him. And I'm like, hey, this is the name I have. These are like some of the designs, and immediately he was like, "That's so stupid." Really? Not the fact that I wanted to have my own clothing line of brand, just the ideas yeah. I pitched to him, uh-huh. like, and whatnot. He said it was too tryhard, and looking back on it, I see it now. What was it called back then? Path of the Wolf. Oh yeah. Yeah. Path Sounds of the Wolf. like a band name. Path of the Wolf Apparel. So definitely not. Pow. Power. <laughs> uh, definitely something. I'm glad he said that to me before I did it yeah. because uh, I had a bunch of Path of the Wolf apparel shirts. Yeah, and no one to sell them to. I'd have to give them away for free. Oh, dude, I'd buy one. <laughs> you bucks. say that, but <laughs> ten bucks. I'd buy a Path of the Wolf apparel. Oh man, they'd probably it's go just for too five. hard to say. Exactly. He said it was way too much. I should go with something less and something more. Not try hard, which yeah. uh, brings us to why together. 
why such a name change. Mm-hmm. So the reason is because some of my favorite music is black metal, which not a lot of people know. But I don't like black metal in the sense of like... Let's just pause real quick. Right. I've always wondered this. What does black metal mean? So black metal... Let's talk about this real quick and we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. So black metal, which some people even listening will probably disagree, is uh, an extreme metal genre. Kind of like death metal started with bands like Venom in the early 80s. Uh Let's see. I like the band Venom. So it started with bands like that. Uh, It's kind of like a mix between almost hardcore and thrash metal at first. It had like thrash metal instrumentals with more of a like shrieking vocal style, if you will. Uh, So, I mean, famous bands, not like the two probably biggest black metal bands ever are Mayhem and Immortal both from Europe. I don't expect you to know him. <laughs> the Kill Switch Engage guy kind of had, did he have like a black metal scream? No, he definitely had like, not a good scream. he definitely had like a high pitched scream. Yeah. Uh, which a lot, a lot of like metal uses high pitch. The high pitch isn't like, just because you have high pitch doesn't mean you are black metal like that shriek, but it's definitely, I'd say 99% of black metal bands use high that high shriek but it's like distinctive it's yeah. hard to, it's hard. is the musicality more like shredding or is it like breakdowns or? it's definitely more shredding uh, i don't think you'd ever really hear a breakdown in black metal uh it's very high distortion uh but i mean we could go into like many subgenres yeah. of black metal itself and talk about i just i had that quick question so bringing it back to together yeah. All right, so I like black metal. Oh, side note, like a lot of black metal, uh, like it, its lyrical roots are in like Satanism and anti-Christianity. So it's a very extreme, uses a lot of extreme imagery, stuff like that. However, uh, personally, when I listen to black metal, I don't look for the, uh, like I don't look for uh, anti-Christian, anti-religious lyrics. I don't yeah. like the extreme imagery is... Not really my thing. When I look for black metal, I like black metal that talk. Uh, their lyrical themes are more like nature, and their music is more atmospheric. Oh, and yeah. so, so you actually do look up the lyrics. Uh you can. You I can't mean, tell me you understand that. Sometimes you can. You can't even read their band names. You can't. <laughs> no, there's definitely not. some extreme ones out there. No one can read them. Yeah. Anyone who says they can is a liar. Uh, so. I'm more of like, uh, like I said, I like black metal bands that talk about nature, like, not even, like nature, and then like more emotions, more than like just yeah. Satanism and anti-Christianity. So I go for more of that, and uh, I wanted a clothing brand that kind of like reflected that, had like the beauty mm-hmm. of nature with like the harshness of black metal, of like reality, and like the yeah. harshness that black metal brings, and those mm-hmm. bands that. Or black metal and talk about nature uh the way i ended up describing it was are you familiar with any greek mythology yeah i mean a, a little bit some basic know. stuff yeah so do you know like the mythology of hades and persephone i know that hades is the devil 
Okay, that's close. <laughs> so Hades, god of the underworld and un- god <laughs> of the dead. Uh, his wife Persephone uh, is the goddess of harvest. And the reason uh, that there's winter is because, uh, without going too much into the mythology, is that Persephone for a fourth of the year has to go into the underworld with Hades. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's winter. It's because she's not there to bring the sunshine and... That's not Meg from Hercules, is it? No. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think Persephone is even in that movie. Probably not. Uh, so. That's about the extent of my <laughs> Greek mythology. Is it's Hercules? Hercules. All right. <laughs> I mean, like, there's little bits and pieces that I've heard other places, you know, like the ones that have the moral stories. Like uh, this girl, Bailey Alora, she was on, I think, episode two or three of the podcast. Uh, she talked about that story about the dude who uh, made the wings of wax or whatever and flew too close to the sun. Icarus? And, yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I actually took a... There was a mythology class that I took in college. It was It was more mythology, but basically like 90% of it was Greek mythology and in the last like two weeks of class we went over different mythologies uh, so I know more about that but I love that myth just because like I mentioned with black metal that their lyrical yeah. themes are nature it's like Hades is so evil and Persephone is like brings flowers and yeah plants plant life and they're together in that and so like a mash mashing of two worlds Kind of, yeah. And so that's why I came up with the name Together is because it's like really dark and really light and it's together and it works out. Okay. Is that why uh, the first design, your first uh, t-shirt and hoodie, it has the, if we don't laugh, we'll cry. And it has the two, um, what are those masks called? Uh, It escapes me, honestly. Opera masks. The theater, the theater mask. It has a sad face and the happy face. Everyone's seen them. They're actually like rooted in like old mythology. So if you know what the name of those masks are, uh, drop that name in the comments. That would be amazing. And subscribe. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so basically it's called Together because of that. And then most of the designs I plan on doing are together based where it's about something that's together and not always necessarily happy and sad or good and bad, but it's still together. And that's where the masks came from. The if we don't laugh, we'll cry. Okay, that's a pretty sick uh, design to come out with as your like first design. Yeah, it actually wasn't going to be my first design. Uh, I had a different one in mind. I'm not going to share what it is. It's going to come out eventually. You have to be mysterious with streetwear. Exactly. Unfortunately, you have to be. Uh, oh, but also with the name, uh, there's a band called The Body, and at the beginning of one of their songs called Pre-Science, mm-hmm. there's an audio clip, and it's a girl reading a passage from this book called Suicide, and that passage fits beautifully with what Together is, so if you ever get a chance to listen to you that song. You by heart. It's pretty long. I... I Kind of know it, but if I, I don't want to mess up like one Just give little. me the fucking gist. 
it's it's about together and ba- okay. balance, man. Okay. <laughs> Do well some research. Then. All right, I will. Book called Suicide. Got it. All right. I just tapped my brain to signify that I remember. Not his actual brain. It was his head, but like it was supposed to be his brain. My head, where my brain lives. If he actually touched his brain, I'd be really freaked out and wouldn't have his calm voice. Yeah, well, you don't have a brain to touch, robot man. Android. So, uh, which their <laughs> logo is a robot. Exactly. The funny thing about having Dakota on, and we talked about this on Instagram Live, and for people who are going to listen to this and who are watching, Dakota and I have this very different relationship <laughs> to where we talk shit to each other to the point we just like. We never say anything that's going to hurt the other one's feelings, but we just talk shit back and forth, nitpick, 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 until we go, all right, can we just draw a truce? (laughs) Like after two or three hours, then we finally do that. But people think, I mean, they probably think we do it because there's usually other people around and we have an audience, but like for some reason, that's just how we speak to each other. And it's... You know why? (laughs) Okay, I just realized this. This is probably why we do it. Because both of us can take it, and not a lot of people can take it without getting butt hurt. So it's just like all this pent up, like witty, <laughs> quick, you know, banter or whatever yeah. that we can trade back and forth and get it out of our system. I can't say that's hundred percent. Like I can't say that's true, but it's definitely not wrong. I I don't know what it is because okay, I'm what I was trying to make it sound like <laughs> cool and shit. What are you I, just gonna say? You know everything? No, no, no. <laughs> I was gonna. I, would, I don't know why it started. I don't even know who threw the first punch for it. I don't know either. I, it just happened one day. I don't remember day. doing it because, like, the first time we ever hung out or met, uh, we started doing a game night like a year ago, and I don't even remember really doing it at game night. I kind of remember doing it at game night, but like, it got really intense uh, around the time of Griffith's wedding. It got very intense around <laughs> the time of Griffith's wedding. That's when it started getting really, uh, really intense. And it started at Griffith's, Griffith's wedding because you wore jeans to his wedding, and I was appalled. And if you, if I ever get married and you wear jeans to my wedding, if you're even invited, you I won't be invited what? if you wear. Why would I not be invited <laughs> to your wedding? I mean, I'm just That's saying. <laughs> and of course, I'll wear jeans. You better not wear jeans. There's gonna be a bouncer at the door, and if you're not dressed appropriately, you're not coming. I don't care what gift you got me. I don't care. Anything. What if there's skinny uh, dress pants, like really skinny? Dress I pants. don't think so. What? <laughs> you, want, you want me to dress like a frump? I want you to dress like you're going to a wedding. <laughs> what if like you marry some punk rocker chick who's Brett. like, I want jeans. Ah! I don't see that happening. Yeah? What do you look for in a woman? I don't know. I don't... Because you're currently single, right? Ladies, he's single. Are you? Are you not? The oh, mystery shit. continues. I'm not going to put that <laughs> just in case. Uh, well, this will be the perfect chance. If you're not technically single, but you're looking and possibly working <laughs> on something, just name all her qualities. See, I don't even know because... I don't ever actively look for relationships. I just sort of like stumble into them. 
kind of like a little you give her just like walking down the street and you trip a little that's how i just I fall into relationships that i'm just I'm always here tripping, and... fool. oh i know <laughs> <laughs> that's really like you never like pursue you just hang out with somebody and then you're like hey you want to like be a thing I- Kind of, but I don't want to seem like the like cool kid, like, oh, yeah, girls just come to me, you know. That's definitely what it sounded like. <laughs> it's not supposed to sound like that, because that's definitely not it. Uh, I figured you don't seem like that kind of guy. A couple of relationships, it was seriously just, like, us hanging out, and then... Uh, and then you kissed. Base, yeah, a couple of times we just kissed, and then we're like, all right, the whole what are we talk. Mm. Is that supposed to be initiated? Like, does it matter who initiates that? Because, like, a lot of guys will say it's a girl thing, that the girl always says it, but then some girls will be like, this dude is trying to tie me down. I've initiated it before, so I'll admit that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, there's something wrong with it if after the first coffee date, you're like, so what are we, huh? Mm -hmm. What are we? Can I change my relationship status? Should I call my mother? Oh, Jesus. I, ne- <laughs> I never had to deal with that. Thank God. Uh, I have dealt with something similar a couple of times. Throw it out there. Um, Fuck it. Say your name. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, I went on a first date with a girl. Coffee. Most of my first dates are coffee. Is this your work? Same. Well, I mean, not anymore. But... Annika and I, first date, T. T? I kind of like you less as a person now. Fuck off, dude! (laughs) Jesus! Would would you classify this as your worst first date? Oh, no. This is just one of those... uh, So, anyway, we got got coffee, Uh uh, and afterwards, she was like, I hope this isn't too soon, but... I'm falling in love with you. What are we? And Holy I was... fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How long did you know this woman? Girl. A week. Oh, I want to say. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, you didn't take her to her house, right? Or to your house. No, no, no. She no, didn't no, know no. where you lived? Good. No. Uh, so with that, I don't even remember what I said because I know I couldn't respond right away. Uh, I think I, I said something. <laughs> maybe uh, I think this is something along the lines of let's go on more dates first and then brought her home dropped her off said bye and then you ghosted no I never ghosted that I mean there's certain times where that'd be okay for a ghost probably like to save her from heartbreak yeah uh, I didn't ghost her I told her that it wasn't something I was. She wasn't something I was in, interested in. Mm-hmm. When I say something, I don't mean that women are objects. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. like the, her relationship with her was something I was yeah. not interested in. The relationship, <laughs> not yeah. her. Exactly. Yeah, man, that's that's uh, that's really strange. Yeah, I never dealt with anything like that. Good for you, because it was awkward. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm still just trying to wrap my head around <laughs> that and put myself in your shoes. And I just, I would have put my arms up in a shrug and I would have said, thanks, I think. And see, 
That wasn't even a Tinder date, and Tinder usually pours out the weird dates. Are you on Tinder currently? <sighs> no. Plenty Absolutely fish? No. None of those. Christian Mingle? Maybe. What's the farmer <laughs> one? Farmers only. Farmers only? Do I look like a farmer to you? Black singles? <laughs> no, I'm not on any of those. I hate them. They're... You hate them? So I used to have Tinder and Bumble. I'll admit it. I'm sorry, everybody. Now, Bumble, explain this to me because I never used one before I met Annika. So, uh, from what I understand, Bumble was the one where you see a girl and you're like, hey, she's cute. Do you swipe at all? Yeah. So you, or you just say that you're interested, but you can't contact them. They have to contact you first, right? Basically, so with Bumble is you both have to swipe mm-hmm. each other, but if she likes... If you end up liking each other, she yeah. has 24 hours to contact you. You can't contact her. And if she doesn't contact you within 24 hours, the match goes away. Oh, jeez. And you're back in the game. That's suspenseful. It is. And sometimes, a lot of the times, people just don't contact you back. And it breaks your spirits. They're and you delete like, the app. <laughs> hey, maybe this one. I'm going to keep swiping. That's such an odd thing to just like look at pictures of people. It is because pictures are very deceiving and you show up and they look very different a lot of the times. Yeah. uh, It's also weird seeing someone you know on Tinder and you're like, should I say yes? Is like a ha ha. Like, I know who you are. Yes. And like, if they say yes, it's like a, or, but what if they actually like you? And it's always weird. Yeah. Like, do you bring it up later? Like, oh yeah, I saw you on Tinder, but I swiped left because and said no. And I'm sorry. Yeah. That's. That's odd. That whole weird, uh, that whole world is strange to yeah. me. There's nothing wrong with it. Like it's a great way for like people who don't go to bars or whatever to like meet people. Um, but I think with things like that, it's making it harder for like guys or girls to walk up to somebody out in public and initiate a conversation. They're like, oh, God, I hope I see her on later. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't think... I feel like what Tinder... The only positive thing about stuff like Tinder is that it might... No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It might give you the confidence... You see the hand motion I just made? Watch on YouTube. Subscribe, <laughs> like, and comment. Uh, it gives you, like, a false sense of confidence to where mm. the stuff and this is all of online the stuff people say to people online is not stuff you would normally say yeah. to people in person i don't 100 i mean i can't imagine the screenshots i've seen of conversations that go on happen on tinder i can't imagine that conversation happening in real life no, god no ever that it just some of the shit people like just open with wouldn't fly yeah. And nobody would ever respond positively to that. However, in my life, I have had some people open up wildly right away about crazy things. Yeah. Very personal things. And oh boy, I don't know how to respond. Yeah, it's always odd when you meet someone for the first time and they tell you they drop some heavy information on you like within the first, you know, day or so of knowing them. It's kind of crazy. Or even in the first conversation. Yeah. Because it's happened. That's crazy. 
but uh, some might say it might bring you closer together. Lame. <laughs> Dude, I have been thinking and trying to choose a spot to come back to that the whole time. I know, I see, the, I see the smoke coming out of your ears. You're really trying, and I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? It's smoke from all my anger towards <laughs> you. My frustration. Why'd you just switch like that? You just got all serious. Like I, I don't know. I, it happens. People brought it up. Before we're not me. gonna go viral if you keep your mouth shut. I, Tell me I, right I, now. Okay, <laughs> this is a big thing, and because we are live on YouTube, you are under oath and have to tell the truth. There was one night we were at game night, all and right. I said my favorite movies were Back to the Future, The Hangover movies, and Shanghai Noon. Did you or did you not say that says a lot about your intelligence? I. <laughs> You're under oath. I know, and I did not say that. Why I didn't say that is because I love the Back to the Future movies, and I would never put someone down who. Okay, what if I? I might have not said Back to the Future though. I honestly don't remember that conversation, whether it was Back to the Future or not. I feel like someone else did. It could have even been my brother, and you didn't know his name. You're like, he's just Dakota, so he <laughs> did it. Dakota too. <laughs> Maybe he did. I just feel like I was sitting on Ian's couch when somebody <laughs> told me that. You might have. I mean, it could have happened. It might have been your brother. Now that I'm thinking about it. God damn it, Dawson. <laughs> you fucking creep. All I'm saying is that it wasn't me. I promise. You swear. I swear. Because that sounds like something blood. you would say. It 100% sounds like something I would say. Because you're an ass. And I didn't say it. Say it. I'm an ass. I, I am not. My name, hi, my name is Dakota and I'm an ass. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> right? Yes. Is that how the kids do it? That's how the kids do it. You I know what my favorite new thing is? Weird flex, but okay. I don't know. For some reason, that just cracks me up. New thing, dude, that died like two weeks ago. But you what know. the fuck? But you know what, Grandpa? I'm so glad you're trying to keep up <gasps> with the times. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Do you need to like really die and everyone's like, oh, that died? I think so. I think things die and... People don't want them to die, and they keep trying, but then people just stop laughing at like stuff, especially funny trends, and just like... Maybe I just wasn't paying attention when it started. Like the moth thing, I didn't know about the whole moth meme thing until Marcus brought it up. I had never seen a moth meme, anything like that, and then he told me about it. My fucking timeline was moths for like a week. Remember Harambe? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember. Dude, I got deep on Harambe. For those of you just listening, Dakota shook his head because <laughs> he had nothing to say because he misses Harambe so much. I'm not saying. I you know what? Yeah. As that came out of my mouth, I'm like, God, I sound fucking dumb. I didn't have to say it this time. Well, that's because you're an ass and the asses don't talk. Except for to go. That's what it sounds like when you talk. To everyone listening, I just gave Jake a thumbs up. <laughs> you're not even a dry fart. You're a wet fart that has to be checked. Check yourself, <laughs> you wet fart motherfucker. 
so this next note slash question is for Blythe. <laughs> what is your favorite 80s song? I'm torn between two. And this is just off the I top of my head. That song. It's not a song. I said I'm torn between two songs. Mm. Uh, and this, well, is just off on the, with you. this is just off the top of my head. I, uh, maybe. Um, if you say something indie, I swear <laughs> God, I will kick you in the balls. I really like uh, Someone Like You by The Scorpions. I don't think I've ever heard that one. Oh my God. <laughs> Friendship over, just so everyone knows. You can't end what never started, bitch. <laughs> uh, I really like that song. I don't know why. I just like it. Mm-hmm. I will probably go home tonight and on the drive home think of eight other songs from the 80s that I like way yeah. more than that song. But off the top of my head, I like that one. So, See, off the top go. of my head, like I can't really pick a favorite. I do love the song Letting You Go by Tom Petty off of his album Hard Promises. Because I'm a big Tom Petty fan. Um, but like I like songs like uh, Dance the Night Away by Van Halen. I like Just What I Needed by The Cars. You know, like there's so many bands. So many great songs. I like Come On, Feel the Noise. Girls rock to boys. <laughs> Get wild, wild, wild. See... M- Maybe my problem is... I like, is The Cure the 80s? They're the 80s, right? I think so. Okay. See, my problem is, which is funny that you even asked me, because I was about to say, I have a hard time pinpointing exactly when songs came out, especially older songs. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty good with like songs that came out in the 70s for some reason, but... Um, Are you a hippie? No, not at all. Hate Maybe hippies. a little? Not even a little. You hate hippies, why? I just... They stink? They do they ketamine? Can't... You had a bad ketamine experience? No, I would never. Dropped into a K-hole? No. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Just thought I'd ask because you look like you're still in one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, man. Fuck. (laughs) Jokes aside. Uh, Yeah, I just have bad pinpointing when songs came out. Yeah. I'm really into, like, Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra, but, like... Mm. If you asked me when one of their songs came out, I couldn't tell you it in exact yeah. year. I might even get the decade wrong. You know, one artist that Dakota and I have in common is Marty Robbins. It's true. The Gunfighter Ballads <laughs> is like just an amazing compilation of his songs. It's great. I can agree with that. And it's weird how I got into them, or him, I should say, because... so. Growing up, I was close to my grandfather, and he listened to a lot of like old stuff like that, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I got introduced to it. And then, uh, the reason I got like more into it was because I'm a huge fan of the Fallout video game series, and oh, and all yeah. the Fallout games they have older music like that. And Marty Robbins has two songs I want to say on yeah. Fallout New Vegas and that's Fallout Three, isn't it? I think it's Fallout 3. I'm not sure. Uh, The one song I remember for sure off New Vegas is Big Iron. Oh, yeah. Uh, But I've played that game probably like 
10 times through so mm-hmm. i absolutely love it on his exactly <laughs> you know what i have decided to put in my list of all-time favorite songs they're hanging me tonight that song like oh, just the notes in it are perfect there's that song and then uh fuck, i wish i could look it up but yeah they're hanging me tonight it just that song they'll be tomorrow but they're hanging me tonight that's a good one for sure i would say he was probably the original emo <laughs> his shit original is emo emo is uh, some of it Almost is for all sure of his songs end with somebody dying big iron somebody dies el paso somebody dies felina somebody dies felina wasn't on gunfighter ballads was it it's on his greatest hits i think it's on greatest hits and not mm-hmm. i think you're right no, you're right, though, when you say that. I think every single one of the songs, someone dies. I mean, uh, it's usually the protagonist of the song, or what you would perceive as the protagonist of the song in the story. Cat? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think the only... Cool ex- Water. Nobody dies in that one. No, I think the only exception is, like, in the song I said, Big Iron. Uh-huh. Uh, the Texas Ranger dies. No, the Texas Ranger doesn't die. He kills uh, Texas Red. Texas Red, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Texas Red is a outlaw. He was an Arizona Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Texas Red was it? Arizona Ranger. That's Arizona because yeah. they included that because New Vegas takes place kind of in Arizona. Here's the thing, though. I was listening to that album on repeat, and I noticed there's uh, there's that song Big Iron, but then there's another one called Running Gun. And I'm pretty sure both outlaws in those songs have killed like 20 or 21 men. And that song, Running Gun, ends with him, an outlaw, being killed by a ranger. Hmm. And like, just go and listen to it because I'm pretty sure it's like a call and answer thing like El Paso and Felina. Huh, I'll listen to it. God, I love nerding out on music. (laughs) So do I. Meetings and. And it's weird because when I I've first been really obsessed with cowboys lately. I don't know why. I like cowboy stuff. My grandfather was a cowboy in a way. I think my grandpa was too. Like he was an oil field worker, but like, you know, lived in Wyoming. Kind of, I don't know. He just always seems like a cowboy. So my grandfather always wore cowboy hats, which I know that doesn't make you a cowboy, but he was more in a cowboy in his own sense. That he always did what he wanted to do, mm-hmm. and he didn't let anything. Or anyone hold him back in what he wanted to do in life, and he always like he was moving places. He would move different places. He would just take on different things, and uh, he even he's a free spirit, kind of like a hippie. Ah, uh, wouldn't go so Sorry. far as call him a hippie. Sorry, that was fucked <laughs> up. Ah, uh, but he wasn't a hippie. Ah, uh, like for example, he lived with us for a lot of my life, and I remember he was eighty-one years old, had the flu and built our front porch all by himself jesus he woke up he was like flu i think it was a cold he was like y'all need a new front porch (laughs) he woke up and he was like oh i'm sick i was like oh well you know we can work on the porch a different day and he's like oh no the show has to go on i drank half a bottle of southern comfort and walked outside Jesus, (laughs) 81 years old I'm not that cool. I couldn't drink half a bottle of Southern Comfort right now at 23 and walk outside and start building a porch. Yeah. 
So it sounds like you played a pretty influential uh, part in your life. Oh, for sure. It's the second time you brought him up. What's like the biggest thing? I love, you know, I don't know what insight I'm going to be able to give my grandchildren. You know what I mean? Like, or like our generation, are we really going to have anything good to tell our grandchildren? Like our grandparents, like my grandpa's got some great stories, some great lessons. Uh, what's like one big thing that your grandpa taught you that you kind of hold near and dear to your heart? You know, kind of hard to say because he, he was never like an emotional person. Yeah. He didn't always get like, you know, uh, he was a subtle emotional person. He didn't want to sit and like talk about his, his emotions you got, or you got emotions. That from him. <laughs> sure. I guess so. Uh, but he showed like the one thing is he always showed he cared in his own way. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's pretty cool. Just like always letting people know that you care. Yeah. Uh, but that that and just the fact that he always did like like what I said, what he wanted. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good takeaway. He never like I'll be honest. He never sat me down and was like, "Listen here, like yeah. here's some life lessons." But that's not really who he was, and I'm okay with that. Like he was more of a lead by example kind of guy. Yeah. Like. I hope one day that I'm physically fit enough to be 81 years old and build a front porch and smoke two packs of cigarettes at a time while I do it and drink half a bottle of Southern Comfort while I do it. I don't smoke cigarettes, but still, I couldn't do that right now if I wanted to. Hell no. (laughs) I couldn't do it stone sober with no cigarettes, nothing. Yeah, I... Wouldn't even know where to start. Buy some nails and some wood. So, tell me about your beard. Because I stalked you on Facebook and Instagram to try and find a picture to post on Instagram to advertise this episode. What led you to growing a beard? This is my least favorite topic, but I will tell you. Okay. Well, <laughs> you don't want to talk about your no, beard. No, no, no. I will. Don't I will. Have a fucking beard. See, it's funny because, like. Dakota beard. Uh, people always like, like, oh man, like I get it a lot. People are like, oh man, you have a beard. Like I, my uncle has a beard and I'm like, what? A male in your life has a beard? Like, are you sure? (laughs) My dad has a beard. Exactly. And it's weird. Uh, I know it became like cool recently, like a hipster thing to have a beard. And honestly, that's not why I grew it. Uh, well, there's also that TV show Duck Dynasty. They all had beards. So it became Mm. cool. Like have a beard uh the reason i have a beard is because uh shaving is not fun and not something i want to do and one day i stopped shaving yeah and here we are i have a beard so you haven't shaved at all do you like trim it oh i for sure trim it uh i strongly advise anybody who is listening to this fucking podcast <laughs> look up jake backseaters on youtube find my page and watch this podcast because his beard is like a real beard. It's not like my beard, like that. <laughs> hey, I grew some hair in my face. Want to see? It's like, yo, I got a beard. You use beard oil, right? Yes, I do. You want to plug that brand? Dollar Shave Club? No. Uh, I use a couple brands. Uh, Are they pretty, like, underground? I mean, if you're in the beard community, you probably know about them. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so I use for oil, and this is always sometimes. So there's actually a local company here in Denver. They're called Two Ravens. They make they make uh, homemade soap, but they also make beard oil. I like their beard balm. Uh, I also there's a beard company called Beard Monster. Uh, they make really good beard oil and beard shampoo. Yes, oh, for everyone Jesus. listening, beard shampoo is a thing. Please wash your beard and please do not use. And if you grow a beard, do not use normal shampoo because the hair on your face is different from the hair on your head, believe it or not. Why can't you use the same shampoo? Because the same uh, normal shampoo dries out your beard too much and you get split ends oh, really easily. Oh, okay. Well, you can nice use moisture. conditioner too. I mean, it could work, but there's like... You might as well just get the beard shampoo. You might as well get the beard shampoo. It's a do little they have pricey. chest shampoo? Do you have hair on your chest? I do have hair on my chest. A lot? A medium amount. Medium. I probably have a medium too. You ever uh, shampoo it? No. I tried to do a faux hawk one time on mine. <laughs> you know, like in Ferris Bueller. I, I can't say that I shampoo my chest very often. Maybe <laughs> once a year. I definitely, you know, I get in there and like wash it good with soap, mm-hmm. but... Shampoo, I wouldn't say. Okay. Well. Uh, never thought about doing it either. You're, you're different, Jake. I, <laughs> I'm a little different. I think things sometimes in my brain. You, on the other hand, are programmed. So you do not feel. Or I'm learn. programmed to not shampoo my chest. Because mm, that's where the plug-in is. Yes. Charge. That's it. I've never seen your chest. That's where it is, huh? Uh, you almost did. We went to go swimming one time at a hotel, and it was too late, so we didn't. Oh, in Grand Junction. Yeah, in Grand Junction. Okay. I didn't know we were going to go swimming. Yeah, that's why I showed up wearing a swimsuit. Oh. Not because I was going to sit in the bath and play with the rubber duckies while everyone played odds. Like. <laughs> What's wrong with that? What if you would have got odds to do it? Then I would have done it. Do you like playing odds? I love playing odds. Some things scare me, and I don't want to do them. Definitely when you play with Griffith. Yeah. He's going to be on the podcast on Wednesday. I'm very, I'm looking very forward to that podcast. I've been looking forward to this one, too. What if he odds you to stop doing this podcast? Um, Take it no further. blow it out of that. <laughs> and I hope he hears that. <laughs> or I hope Blythe sees it and goes, yo, Jake told you to blow odds out your ass. <laughs> Because I have been odds to do some terrible things. And it's just like, you know, a lot of people call it something different. It's just, what are the odds you will do this? It's between 1 and 25. Well, there's rules. I'm not it doesn't have to be it. between 1 and 25. But well, if you play Griffith with Griffith. just really wants shit to happen. Yeah. So it's 1 and 25. But if you want to know more, look it up. Exactly. Um, what? Beard shampoo. Beard shampoo, huh? So, damn, I'm on fire with remembering what we're talking about. Uh, and then there's another company I use sometimes for beard oil. It really all depends on like if I need beard oil right away or if I mm-hmm. want to stock up on it. Really, what I get because some stuff I can just go to a store and buy. Sometimes I have to wait for like online to buy it mm-hmm. and some or farmers market or whatever. Uh, there's another one. I'm pretty sure they're based out of the UK. They're called Can You Handle Bar. Yeah, go That's ahead. Laugh. It's funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's another like facial hair company. Did you used to do that with your mustache? Handlebar? Yeah. Didn't you try and do the twirl thing for a while? 
I'm still trying to do it. Uh, sometimes I don't have the patience to put wax into my mustache, so yeah. I just don't. Uh, a lot of the times I'll try, and it takes a minute to try and do it. I don't know if I don't, like, my mustache isn't long enough, or I'm not using enough wax. It's probably not enough wax. Yeah. But I'd like to get it to style oh, a little bit. What you should bit. do, just take some fishing line, tie it to your mustache, and then tie the rest to your hair. Or, and hear me out, I could read instructions on how to do a handlebar mustache and not look like a complete moron in public. Just saying. We'll see what I do, though. I don't know. You're pretty comfortable <laughs> with being a moron in public. For instance, <laughs> you talk shit to me in the middle of an L&L barbecue. And for those of you who don't <laughs> know that it's Hawaiian barbecue and it's fucking delicious. They have it in Colorado and Arizona and other I don't remember what I said to you, and I would love to be reminded of that because I'm sure it was great that made you think about it all this time. Ask Greg. So, how do you come up with your designs for together? Um, is it just like it hits you, or do you like have a small idea and you build on it? Like, because this uh, is generally where I would ask somebody about like writing songs, you know, because everybody yeah. has a different songwriting process. Do you see things and that inspires you to find meaning in it or? See and hear things. So with the mask design that we talked about, I actually had, uh, if we don't laugh, we'll cry mm -hmm. before I had the design for it. Is that and a quote from something or you just made it up? I, I honestly don't know. And if I go back and find out it's a quote from something, I'll be very sad because I hope it's original. But I remember like I thought of like, uh, it was back when like I first thought of them together. I think it might have even been the same day. Mm -hmm. I was just like trying really hard to think of stuff, and that was like one of the only designs that popped in my head. Is it maybe not the quote came first, but kind of both at the same time came first. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it fit perfectly together. I ran it by Colin. He said he loved it, mm -hmm. uh, so I stuck with it. Nice. Uh, as far as other designs that I've come up with go, it kind of just happen really yeah uh i'll be like driving or in class kind of paying attention and mm -hmm. i'll just think of stuff that i think works for it or yeah. i'll get some uh and as more drops go on you'll see like small inspirations from like yeah other stuff like kind of pop culture stuff kind of but you'll see like uh that it's something that I took, yeah, and I was like, this is kind of the idea I had with it, and then if, uh, there's been a couple designs that will be released soon that I've played with a lot. They started off as like very small stuff, yeah, and just grew into like huge. They're definitely not what the original design was. Okay, you never just like sit down and go. All right, I'm ready to start coming up with new designs. I want to do a design about mountains. And then try and do something off of that. You just kind of be inspired by the world around you? or Kind of. So there is a couple of designs I have. They're all based around the same thing. Mm -hmm. And everyone will see them eventually. Uh, it came from... I can't... I don't want to give anything away because, you know, the secrets... Um, elusive is the word you're trying to be 
kind of, that might be right. He could be right there. Uh, I basically, I made six designs off of one thing mm -hmm. and I kind of just took that one small piece of information and made like a whole themed drop yeah. for it. And I did that, I don't even know like how, I even, in the end I, I had two design ideas put into one in the end. Yeah. And now those two that became one turned into six. Oh, that makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense Dude until turned into one and blew into six. Until I until you see it, it really doesn't make sense, but it's two separate designs that Well you told me about some of the designs you're coming up with and they do sound cool. For sure. Good to hear. Huh? I said that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, I mean it as time goes on, but like see I think your first shirt that's like my favorite because that's one thing I always <laughs> used to ask Colin. He'd say, I got a new drop coming up. And I'd say, is there any black shirts with white logos? <laughs> and he would either tell me yes or no. But he sometimes would be nice to me and come up with something just so I could <laughs> buy a black shirt with white writing. Hence, um. the darkly hoodies that say worst of the worst on the back. Yep, you got a one-off, and I'm very jealous of it. A lot of people got them. Three people did. Me, Josh, I think Josh had one. And Marcus. Oh, Marcus has one too? Yeah. Damn, I'm glad Marcus and I have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted one. I begged him for years to make one-offs from certain designs for me, mm -hmm. and he just wouldn't. He's like, I'd never do one-offs. I'll never do it. I'll never do one-offs. And he did one for you, and... Yep. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I was going to say like we bonded, but then I was like, fuck, there's other people who have bonded with him more than I did. So. I honestly don't know what made him want to do Because it. it's dope. Black clothing with white logos and writing is dope. No, I'll agree, considering that's what we're both wearing right now. But uh, it definitely won't be the only thing I ever do. Yeah. I definitely have some other colors planned out. Well, colors are stupid. <laughs> I like black. If you want me to buy it, I'll make it black. So, do you have a business model for this? Have you, like, written out, like, okay, a year from now I want to be here. This is what I'm going to do to achieve these goals. Like, what, what are your plans and maybe... You know, because you spent a lot of time with Colin, you saw the ins and outs of everything. Like, what's some advice if someone was to start a clothing line, streetwear brand? Like, what is your plan of attack for the next year or so? Uh, so, in the next year, I definitely have a few drops planned, but I also plan on uh, hopefully traveling with bands I know while they tour and bringing them along with me. Uh, just to like, even if I don't sell a lot, just to get the name out there. Uh, yeah. Like a couple weeks ago, I went to Arizona and at a show and I sold two shirts, but it was cool for me because uh, even though it was two shirts sold, I gave out a bunch of free uh, mm. stickers. stickers. And 
uh, it just got people to know the name more. Yeah. Uh, so I plan on hopefully traveling more uh, and bring stuff with me. And then hopefully people I know out of state, I can bring and possibly do pop-up shops. If they have space, I could do pop-up yeah. shops. Uh, but that's also just trying to spread the name more. Because I don't, obviously, even if I know someone in, let's say, Kentucky, I don't want to go to, that. I can do a pop-up shop. I don't want to do a pop-up shop there if I know no one would, knows about my brand there and no one would wear it. It'd be a waste of everything. Yeah, of course. It's like being in a band and, you know, showing up somewhere where people aren't going to come to your show and, like, nobody knows about you. Yeah. Uh, So I'm trying. Like if we showed up anywhere but Europe. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm trying to do more, just try to do more pop-up shows at like events. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully that will help more. Uh, I, I'm not really into, I never, I don't really want to buy like advertisements on any social yeah. media just because I think that's I mean, you don't much. have to shoot for, they say like the thing to do is to hit up like, people who maybe only have 5,000 followers or something like that. Somebody who might not be an influencer per se, but somebody who could definitely influence people maybe by accident. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, the Backseaters hit up a person to be an influencer for us and said person wore our merch on Instagram stories and haven't seen that person wear it since, which kind of bums me <laughs> But, you know, because it helps. Influencers, I don't think that's totally selling out because it's like, it's almost like an electronic word of mouth. You're yeah. not like, you're not trying to like get it in commercials or anything like that. You know what I mean? And especially yeah. if you do like smaller people who don't have like 100,000 followers, you know? Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Uh like, do you think you'll ever sponsor ads on Instagram? Probably not. Did Colin ever do that? I don't think he ever did. Uh, I definitely want to eventually sponsor bands. That's something I want to okay. do. I want to be able to sponsor bands. Uh, especially touring bands. Just be like... Because they're in front of people every night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully... That'll help a little bit, but with the whole like influ- Instagram influencer thing, the it's not necessarily like I guess I did mention earlier selling out thing, but it's also more of like I want people to not be tricked into liking my. You want brand. them to genuinely see it and like yeah. it in a natural way. Yeah, I don't want to, and I also want the people wearing it to be. To, for them to like it. I don't want... I want cool people to wear my clothes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be like... I don't want to be like, I'm, oh, this really cool person wore my hoodie, but I want it... If a really a popular person does wear my hoodie, I want it to be because they liked it and they yeah. didn't... They weren't just looking for free stuff in exchange for nothing, really. Because yeah. uh, that's almost how I feel some of it is. People are just like, oh, I get free clothes and I just wear them and I post it. Which is cool for some people, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It takes away like the satisfaction of yeah, yeah. of somebody actually enjoying it. Yeah, because it, it's. I mean, yeah. There's so many ways that it ties to music because, like, 
genuinely that's what i want first is people to enjoy the music and like actually feel something when they listen to it yeah would it be cool if somebody famous wore our shirt and it got our name out there yes of course but like the core message of everything you're going for with the brand yeah that's what you want people to be drawn to and the designs exactly and i don't want like let's say a celebrity stumbled upon like yeah. one of my shirts and just wore it i don't want to be known as the brand that like oh, the only reason everyone likes that brand is because this famous person wore it to, like, in a like rap, rap video hit. once. I mean. Oh, Lil Pump. Oh, uh, yeah. See? Like. <laughs> Lil Xan. I mean. A.K.A. Diego. I just want to say real quick because it popped in my head. You know what brand we can shit on? And I don't care how big they are. Lululemon. Going back to what I said about the, I only want cool people to wear my clothes. <laughs> they specifically don't make they specialize in like clothes for yoga yeah they do a lot of yoga pants and stuff it's probably why i never heard of them and they're like over a hundred dollars like for a fucking tank top like it's insane but anyway they don't make clothes in bigger sizes because they don't want um bigger people to be wearing their clothes they don't want you know their brand to be associated with bigger people and like the ceo just came out and said that like that's pretty fucked up if you're like if somebody cares about your shit enough to spend money on it and to wear it then you just better be fucking happy and cater yeah. to people like you're not uh, there's just image it's so much bigger than it ever was because of the internet like there are constantly images of you everywhere. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> it's but, uh, scary to think all the potential screenshots I've sent out of myself that could have been, or Snapchat I sent out of myself that potentially screenshotted and it could be anywhere right now on anyone's phone. They would tell you if they screenshotted it. So. Snapchat tells you. Not always. Doesn't? So. What? Uh, on Android, I know iPhone listeners, just like bear with me. I for wouldn't understand because I'm not a fucking robot. <laughs> so on Android, some of them you can uh, like you swipe your hand across the screen. Your whole hand. Uh, kind of like the side. In the video, you can see what I'm doing more. You swipe it and it screenshots for you instead of pressing like the two buttons. Mm -hmm. And when it used to be on Android, when you did that, it wouldn't count it as a screenshot on Snapchat and it wouldn't register it. So people wouldn't know you're screenshotting. Uh, and it used to How be... creepy. Right? Uh, I, it does now on Snapchat. I don't know if it does on other social medias now when you do it. But for sure on Snapchat. Yeah. Like registers now. Shoot. Yeah. So Shoot. think of all the stuff you could have been getting away with I on mean, Android creeps for years. don't buy Androids. Or creeps buy Androids. <laughs> yes. No, no, I think you got to... Regular right. people who are not creeps... Don't buy Androids because they're not looking to creep, you know? That would have been way funnier if it came out right the first time. But, <laughs> you know, you definitely changed my perception on the whole Instagram influencers and everything like that because, like, now that I've related it to music and people genuinely caring about your message and, like, liking something for the fact that they honestly like it, like, that makes total sense. Yeah. That you don't sound like a hipster. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. 
Thank you. Because I was going to have to explain it to you, and it was going to be a long road. We were going to get there. Some crayons were going to be involved, but eventually you would have understood. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know how amazing that That would be more of an Instagram live <laughs> thing, but like, it definitely would have been funny for people to you know, go to this. I feel like there's been a lot of good content in this podcast that should draw people to the Don't Start a Band uh, YouTube thing. Jake Backseaters on YouTube. Just like, <laughs> subscribe, comment. Uh, so we didn't really uh, come up with a song. You had some ideas for what you wanted to play at the end of the podcast. So uh, whatever plays after this will be a mystery. I do not know. I cannot say right now. So we'll see. Who knows? If there is music. If not, if you just want me to put a backseater song at the end of it, I'll do that. Or it could be three minutes of Jake eating potato chips. Okay. Some <laughs> ASMR. Yeah. Right on. All right. Well, uh, is there anything else you'd like to say about together? I keep wanting to say together clothing. <laughs> oh, thank you for not. Yeah. Together but, period. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The only other thing is that it's basically brand new and i'm just it's gonna sound so like basic starbucks drinking nonsense but i'm really excited and i hope it becomes what i want it to be that's not basic at all (laughs) that's awesome it's cool like that's another thing about this podcast like yeah there's musicians and shit but like the whole idea behind it is just like you know it's cool to talk to somebody about their passion, whether it's music, you know, and you can relate it, whatever you like to whatever I like. Um, but just, you know, to have that thing that kind of pulls you out of life that you can like really delve deep into. Yeah. I think that's rad. So everybody buy together. is uh, on Instagram together underscore USA. Um, you have a merch store. Uh, I do uh, I have a merch store. The link is, of course, in bio of Instagram. Of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> Not as much shit talking as I thought there would be. What, what was said was good content. So oh, fire, <laughs> fire content. So thanks for coming on. Thank you.